You're listening to the Umphrey Parents Podcast, episode 029. You're seen to chat about parenting, life, and of course, Umphrey's McGee. I'm your host, Sarah Jehemia, successful event planner, first solo female podcast host in the jam music scene, mom of three, wife, and total Umphrey. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you did not know, the show is on a four-week break so that I can celebrate Christmas with my family, and then my husband and I are off to Atlanta for the New Year's Eve run. Super excited for that. Five days away, just the two of us, not having to worry about the kids, and just enjoying the city and all of the amazing music. I'm looking forward to meeting so many of you, and I'm actually facilitating two meetups during the weekend, one for the Umfreak Parents group on Facebook, and also a female Umfreak meetup. If you're interested in either one of them, the information can be found in the show notes, on the website, and in the Facebook group, which I will also link. The show will be back January 15th with a new episode all about my review of the New Year's Eve run. Before we jump into this week's re-airing of episode 8, I do want to remind you all about the blog on the website. If you're interested in submitting something, how you can reach out to the show is in the show notes and also on the website. And if you like the show, please leave a review because it helps other like-minded parents find it. And please subscribe so you never miss an episode when they drop. And here is the re-airing of episode 8. My review of the shows from Peach Fest this year on July 20th, as well as my interview with Mary Welch, Fox Stasek, Ryan Stasek's wife. Enjoy! Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining me for episode 8 of the Umfreak Parents Podcast. I am super grateful that you are here and that you are spending your valuable time listening to me talk about Umfreys. In case you are not aware, the show is now released weekly, and if you did not catch last week's episode where I discussed the 7-24-2014 from Des Moines, Iowa, you'll definitely want to give that a listen. Okay, so in this episode, we will cover any new Umphreys McGee news, chat about the band's most recent show on Friday, July 20th at the Peach Festival, as well as my really great interview with Mary Welsh Fox Stasek, Ryan Stasek's very awesome wife. So before we dive into this week's episode, we have to, of course, mention the announcement of this year's New Year's Eve run happening in in Atlanta, Georgia, December 28th, 29th, 30th, and the 31st. Four nights, going to be amazing. Tickets are now on sale at the time of this episode's airing on July 31st, and there may still be UMVIP packages available. I'm not sure. Um, If there are, you should definitely jump on that. They are worth it. My husband and I have our VIP tickets and very excited for our first night run of shows. This is the second time that the band has done a four-night New Year's Eve run at the same venue, the last time being 2012, also at the Tabby. Also, should be mentioned, in 2013, they did play four nights in Denver for a New Year's Eve run, but night three was played at a different venue, other than the other nights of the run. Um, I will put a link to all of the information that you will need so that you can get your ass to Hotlanta for this sure-to-be-amazing weekend. 
Um, hopefully, I will be able to see some of your faces while I am in town. I've never been to Atlanta before, so I'm very excited to explore the city and raid four nights of Umphreys with all of you. Also recently announced, September 9th, the band will play at the Angry Orchard Harvest Fest in Walden, New York. This two-day, 21-and-over event is also features Sublime with Rome, Pepper, New Politics, and Collie Buds. Tickets are $125 for a two-day GA ticket, um, but I know it comes with other stuff during the weekend besides just the music. There will also be more bands added for the Sunday, September 9th date. Right now, Umphreys is the only band um, on the bill. Um, but there are more bands being added to that day and single day ticket information is coming as well. So I will be sure to put a link in the show notes for this uh, festival so that you can check it all out if you are interested in going. All right, so the band played Friday, July 20th at the Peach Festival in Scranton, PA. This four-day festival also featured Mo, Government Mule, Michael Franti, the Marcus King Band, and Pigeons Playing Ping Pong. The one-long festival set opened with Triangle Tear. Remind me with the sick jam that Jake just totally slays at about like the six-minute mark, and it starts to turn a little heavier, then goes right into sex metal to rage out this tune. Just I just really love Remind Me. <laughs> 40s theme, as Bayless affectionately calls a love song for uh, how much you love getting fucked up with your friends on a Friday night. Much to the crowd's delight. Thanks, Bayless. This tune, which I'll admit, and I'm sure I've said this before, is not my favorite. Also, ironically, my most seen song live. But I really do love the jam, lo the jam vehicle that is 40s. The Bayless solo in the middle is very soulful, and then bringing everybody back into full force, into 40s. Half Delayed, um, right into Maybe Someday, Ocean Billy. I really love the improv in this song and the different ways that the jam can go, and this one gets a little spacey and weird before getting heavy and going back into Ocean Billy. I really love the way that Bayless's voice sounds at the end of this song as well. Utopian Fur, which starts out very soulful with Joel tinkering a little bit on the keys. And then this amazing and eclectic jam that starts out really rocking and then goes into a bomb track from Rage Against the Machine tease with Chris on, Chris on vocals. So sick how they go from fur into that tease, right back into fur, which from what I can tell was very seamless. This amazing and eclectic jam, seriously, such just a musical journey that Utopian always takes you on, and this version is definitely no exception or disappointment. In fact, I did include this one on my 2018 Hall of Fame list. This version comes in at a little over 20 minutes, with no actual lyrics being sung until over 15 minutes into the song. If you only listen to one song from this show... I would recommend it being this utopian, although this whole show is really great and definitely deserves a listen. The Turquoise Bands, I'm sure I said that wrong, which consists of Chris Browerson on trumpet, Greg Sanderson, and John Schwartz 
on saxophone came out to play the final three songs of this set a first time cover version of the Rolling Stones song Bitch sung by Jake which Bayless mentions as one that they've been waiting to do for a long time and they did awesome Attachments which I really love it when they play with the horns on that and a cover of Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel which was last played 200 shows ago on May 6th 2016 to close out this one long set. The whole show comes to an end with a 13 minute dancey and rock heavy to junk that if you're familiar with this song you know Jake just shreds it at the end. Such a really amazing way to close out this show. I will be sure to link the set list in the show notes that you can uh, so that you can check out the set list more closely. Before we jump into my interview with Mary, I just wanted to say thank you to her for taking time away from her family vacation. Uh, One of her favorite weekends, as she mentions in the interview, um, to speak with me for the podcast. So I'm super, super grateful for your time and for being a part of this. Thank you. So here is my interview with Mary Welch, Fox Stasek, head of the UM VIP program and wife of Ryan Stasek. My name is Mary Welch, Fox Stasek, and I run the VIP program with UM. Very awesome. Um, so before we dive into the VIP program, um, tell us a little bit more about yourself, um, like where you grew up, kind of your family dynamic and all of that. Um, Absolutely. I grew up in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, I have, I'm one of six siblings. Wow. And we are all together at the lake right now with all of our kids and our parents. Um, And yeah, that's that. That's that's pretty much what shaped me. We're all very close in age, so we kind of are all remain really close together and, um, and remain close friends and it is um it's a really fun dynamic and now i'm in charleston south carolina so i've kind of moved all over the country from new york um to colorado to chicago and now i'm back in the south in charleston with family and love it very cool very cool i'm originally from uh jacksonville north carolina um and oh, i nice. yeah i love living down there um i lived there till i was about a teenager teenage age um and it was very very nice down there so i live in western new york now and the weather is very very different <laughs> so i miss the <laughs> south a lot <laughs> yeah it's Most very different but both yeah. wonderful in their own for their own reason absolutely absolutely um, okay, so what was your first interaction with Umphreys McGee? My first interaction? Um, let's see. Actually, I went to go see Umphreys a few times when I was in college. Um, and, that, I mean, that was about it. I've seen him, you know, like a college kid. I went to college in Colorado, so um, music, live music is really big there. And actually, the first time I met my husband, Ryan, was when he played the Big Summer Classic um, at Red Rocks. And I think that was like 2006, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we had mutual friends, and we met at the hotel next to Red Rocks, like just hanging out with friends, and um, became friends from that point on. So that was like my first real interaction with Humphreys. That's very cool. Very cool. And how long have you and Ryan been married? We've been married for seven years. 
Wow, very, very cool. And you have two daughters? We have two daughters together, um, Amelia Punky Stasek, who just turned five wow. on July 11th, and Mickey Simone Stasek, and she is um, 17 weeks. Wow, congratulations. That's so amazing. Thank you. That's so amazing. Thank you, thank you. Awesome. Um, and we'll just keep along with the uh, the whole thing about family. Um, so with your husband being in a rock band, which is kind of a, I guess, a unconventional sort of a job for a husband to have. Um, how does how does that like look for your family? I know that the group is, you know, very family oriented and you know tours much differently now than they used to because of their family. So how has that helped, you know, your family and with him being able to be there for those big moments and things like that? You know, it's actually, so sometimes when I mention my husband's in a, in a touring band and travels a lot, it's kind of like a, oh, no, I'm so sorry type situation. But it, it's not. They really get to spend a, um, yes, it's sad, obviously, when they're on the road and we miss him. But when he's home, he has the ability to be totally hands-on and a lot of free time. So he's there, you know, all day and can be around the girls all day and see them grow and be a part of their lives. And it's really a blessing because it's allowed him a lot more time, I think extended periods of time at the same time to be around them than if he were to work like a typical nine to five job. Um, so it's, it's, it's great. Yes, there are a few missed occasions, like a few missed sporting events, a few missed holidays, even a few missed birthdays. Mm-hmm. Um, but they try really hard to make that not happen. There's so many kids, it's kind of hard to, you know, gear to everybody. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's so many things he um, he can be there for and can really be all in there for that it's, it's a nice it's a nice balance. Awesome. And that's, that's what I was going to ask you too. You know, how do you, how hard do you think it is for him to, to balance that, to have, you know, his, all his energy where it needs to be for Umphreys and then, you know, be there, you know, for you guys too. How hard do you think it is for him to kind of, you know, transition back and forth? I think it's kind of the same as it is for anybody that has to be in two places that has a job and, and has family. Um, it's it's hard for him to leave. I can see that in his face, but he also gets to make a ton of people happy and, and it's and music is therapy. So it's a good balance and exchange of rewards. So, um, you know, while it is a hard thing to leave your family, it's a really awesome thing to be able to go out and make music with your friends um, um, and to, to be a part of such a huge thing that makes people so so happy and it's when, when punky was growing up and she would ask where daddy is going instead of saying daddy's going to work we would always say you know daddy's going to make people happy he's going to um you know like we'd use other terms that made her look at it that it, so it wasn't like he was leaving her he was going to help that's awesome that's very cool that's a very cool way to look at that and i think that helps to you know um I, you know, I follow, you know, Ryan on, on social media and, and I see pictures when he's with the girls and with you. And it's so nice to see. And I've said this before, how family oriented, you know, everyone is and and how that's really what's important. And when you're with your kids, it's about your kids and your family and 
you know, that's oh, for sure that, you know, that's so cool. And I think that's a really like appealing thing too. I mean, for me and for a lot of fans that know that, that it's, you know, family is so important. And it, I mean, for me, it is too, you know, family is the, the be all oh, yeah. end all, you know? So it's, it's so cool to see that they're not, you know, these, these rock stars that are just out and, you know, getting hammered and laying in a ditch or something, <laughs> like oh, yeah. dads and husbands and, you know, like real guys. And it's, it's very cool to see that. Very cool. Oh yeah. I mean, they'll play all night and hop on a flight like, let's say they're showing at 2 in the morning, and he's on the first flight out at 5 in the morning, and so he has all time at, at home with his family, and he won't complain all day about being tired, even though I know he didn't sleep the night before, because it's impossible to get off the stage and go straight to the airport and get any kind of quality sleep. Um, mm-hmm. They are, and I, and I kind of, I can say that I know that all of the guys are pretty much like this. They are very hands-on, and when they get home, they, they dive in with the kids, and it's great. It's awesome. Ryan is there for everything he's feeding mickey right now that's so awesome <laughs> that's so yeah awesome. um so if he was not in music what do you think that he would be doing we talk about this sometimes um and, and it's hard i think he he said he would be a teacher maybe um yeah. that's one of the things he's thought about but he had originally wanted to be a neurosurgeon Really? And yeah, that was what he wanted to do when he was younger and shadowed somebody in Kalamazoo um, when he was in high school. And then his degree was in marketing in Japanese. So um, uh-huh. that kind of, that's the polar opposite part of the yeah. spectrum. But luckily he's in music because I think that's just where he belongs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I couldn't quite figure out which, which way to go. So we're all, very, <laughs> we're all very grateful that he went into music. So... <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right. So what are some of um, yours and Ryan's favorite ways to bring music home to the girls? Um, we like to have music play. We have a Sonos set up, so we have it in, in all of the rooms and um, try to have it playing as much and as often as possible. And Ryan practices at home a lot, almost every day when he's off the road. So it's nice to have them actually see playing an instrument always at home. Yeah, I mean, other, we have Punky Takes Me class at school um, program. And as soon as she's old enough, which I think will start about this year, we'll get the piano lessons. Uh, it's Brian's a, originally started as a pianist, so um, it's really important for us both. I also played piano growing up for her to start there and then kind of choose beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we just, you know, as much as much music then as we can is, is kind of how we play it at home. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Um, so do, um, does your oldest girl go to shows? Oh, yeah. And I, that is another part of that. We, we try to take them to see live music as often as possible. Mm-hmm. Or punky. Mickey's still too little, but mm-hmm. um, we try to take her to see Humphreys as often as possible and other bands um, mm-hmm. as well. So she gets a good feel of what it's like and and is used to it. And she loves it. She loves it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like my youngest. He loves it. We uh, we live right outside Buffalo, New York, and he's three and a half. And we've already taken him to Chicago <clears throat> to see Umphreys and New Jersey. 
Um, like, he's just been all over. Like, he loves to go to shows and see music, and he loves the people, too, like, interacting with, you know, all the other people around him, too. It's very cool to see that is, you know, see them in oh, the environment. Sure. It's very cool. And it's so awesome when you bring one of, like the little ones to a show too, how many people crowd around you and help you. Um, mm-hmm. Like as a parent, like they have so many people would give us like glow sticks or butterfly wings or do you think they give her high fives or just things to make her smile. And I think that's really special and mm-hmm. nice that they, you know, like one girl took the butterfly wings off of her back, you know, that she'd worn in there clearly for herself and gave them to the monkey. I was like, it's just really sweet to mm-hmm. do that for a little kid at a show, you know, it makes them feel so extra special. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a nice representation of what the world can be like, too, because I know as yeah. parents, like my husband and I were just talking about this today about how social our three year old is and, you know, how you notice like some kids aren't and it's just because there's so much going on in the world that it's just hard as a parent to teach your kids to be social, but be cautious at the same time, you know, and, but when they're there, oh, yeah. and like shows, you know, everybody's just happy and, you know, just loving. And it's just so nice to show kids that humans can be like this too. You know, they're not absolutely always somebody to be afraid of, you know, so it's, it's, it's great. Just the community. And I always bring it back to the community because that's what it's about. It's, it's really great. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So let's switch it around to um, VIP. Um, I know that when I started like doing New Year's runs and stuff, um, 2008, it was still part of Consider It Dan. So can you tell us how it went from that to its own sort of thing? Yeah, um, somewhat. Um, You know, Dan is one of our really good friends. We've been Dan forever. Uh, I, I lived in New York and I think that it was just kind of a natural progression to take it from consider it Dan to within the organization. Um, because there was a few of us that could knew kind of how to do it and make it happen. And, um, and, and, and he's obviously we have his blessing and it's, and it's running fine on its own. Um, it's just, it, I think it's more personal when we can handle it within the organization and, um, really be one-on-one with the fans because that is what Umphreys is about. They do so much for their fans and it's such a big part of who they are that they they want to really touch each one of their fans as much as they can. And as long as they have that control over it and it's within their own organization, then they feel like it, each one of their fans can, they're listening to each body's, everybody's requests and um, needs and wants and they can help here it's more towards so it actually makes sense for the people that they're reaching out to. Mm-hmm. I love the program and I can I can say it now because it's been officially announced the New Year's Eve run in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. And I just saw the packages, so I'm super excited about that. My husband and I are um, VIP loyalists. <laughs> We've awesome. done it like six times now. I tell everybody, I'm like, if you're going out of town, doing it, like, do it. It's totally worth it. Um. Can you tell us about the the merch? Because I did talk to Rachel, and she said that all of the um, VIP merch and everything is your idea. So I would like to hear more about how you come up with the ideas for the merch items that come along with that. You know, I spent a lot of time thinking about it. Um, That's one of my favorite parts of it. And it's hard because, you know, 
sometimes you really go out on a limb and you try something new and it's, it's really hard to please everybody. Um, but I, I do try really hard and I, I can't, I'm constantly scanning and looking for things and taking lessons or taking notes on like on the feedback we receive and if I see a cool product out there and it just, it, there's so many factors that go into price point to, um, you know, cause some, like, we had great JBL speakers one year, but those are expensive and it's, hard to I feel bad you know we have to carry that cost into the package and we don't want the package to get out of control so um it's just really a bunch of different factors that go into it I've really loved using Yeti cups lately because I feel like those get great usage and can be and they're easy to carry around for you when you check in and you know different factors that that go into it or if like we're playing Red Rocks I think we did seats for the seats at um stadium seating for the seats at Red Rocks like those it just kind of like depends on where summer camp we did awesome fanny packs, but I think that we maybe could be applicable for that weekend and time that to be used or, mm-hmm. um, you know, just fun, fun new stuff. So if you ever have any ideas, send them to me. I'm open always to new suggestions. Um, tweet them to VIP at Umphreys. I will take you up on that because honestly, I use every single um, VIP thing that we've gotten hundred percent. I use it seriously almost every day. The speaker oh, that you're talking about, I have like I use that speaker every single day. <laughs> I use mine too. I have one too. I was like, I'm getting one of these. I, they're <laughs> great. You know, so, yeah, I have it with me on vacation right now. You know, and the nice thing is, is because my husband and I do these together, we each get a package, so we each get something. So it's so nice. Totally. Like, we each have our yeah. own. Like I use I use everything all the time. Like everything. So kudos on awesome. on what you're picking because I love it so I'm happy I don't know about anybody else but I'm happy <laughs> awesome good um so what is your favorite thing about working for Umphreys McGee besides getting to work with your husband um I, it's the fans y'all are just so wonderful um I get so nervous before every VIP program like when I feel like I'm a puke because I'm afraid that you know it's somebody's going to be unhappy or not like what we were able to get because I push so hard to get the best that I can get in each place. And, um, it's a good nervous feeling because it means I care. I just, it's the, it's the people they're the, y'all have, they're the greatest fans and are so loving and, um, take the time to get to know you and are just always reach out if, and, and, and send praise or just so happy when they um, receive things or just open lines of communication. It's just, a, it's a great respect system. And, Mm-hmm. You know, it's just fun to be able to work with my husband, but mainly to work with the fans. It's very cool. Very cool. Um, so what is your favorite moment of Umphrey's history that you've been a part of? Oh, that's really hard. I have lots of favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh. I'm going to have to think on that. <laughs> no, that changes every year, I think. I'm sure. Um, I mean, I love every holidays. Holidays is my favorite week of the year, other than my family vacation, which I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, holidays is just the best to be that close with everybody and get to hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, love, you know, every New Year's ball drop is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's so hard. It's, it's That's hard. Yeah. Every time I go to a show, I'm like, oh, this one's this one's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's I, the people. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. I, I figured that would be a hard one. 
Um, if you had to pick a favorite Umphreys album, what would it be? Oh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, let's see. I <laughs> Anchor Drops, I'd say. Yeah, that's a great album. Definitely a great album, for sure. Awesome. Um, all right. And because I'm a mom and I'm very passionate about not only talking about your husband and kids, um, why don't you tell us about some other things that you are interested in when you are not uh, doing the mom thing or the wife thing or the VIP thing? What are some other sure. passions in your life? Um, I laugh and like to say that I'm a jack of all trades and master of nothing Thanks. because I be a professional hobbyist if, <laughs> if I were allowed to be. Um, I like I that. I like love, that. Um, yeah, love all kinds of random stuff. Um, I love yoga. I love to paint. And I also am an interior designer and I have a company called Barry Welch Fox Designs. So um, I design mostly residential spaces, but um, I've done a few other spaces here and there. Uh, and I just, I love, I love that. It's, a, it's, so fun for me. I, I studied design in school um, and worked as an interior designer for a long time. Um, in, interior design and fashion have kind of flip flopped back and forth. But now that I have my own company, it's I kind of just do it when I can. I'm really my I don't get too in depth with it because I need to be able to be there for my kids when they need me. But um, mm -hmm. I at least have a few clients, you know, three to four clients a year, which is plenty for me right now and um yeah but so in my other spare time I'm doing yoga I'm working out I'm a huge workout fanatic I'm painting or crafting and usually with my daughter's painting and crafting and just you know water sports any any activity that oh a huge snow skier <laughs> I love hobbies <laughs> all kinds of stuff <laughs> that's so awesome that's so awesome though it's that's good though to like so many things because it's you don't really know like what you're gonna like unless you you try so many things oh yeah so i'll try it all love it that's very cool jack of all trades master of nothing that's awesome <laughs> i really really like that that's very cool very cool well is there anything else that you uh wanted to cover i'm finished with all my questions i don't know if there's anything you you wanted to add Oh, no, I'm just so grateful to be a part of this community and, and grateful for people like you and all the loving, happy families and faces and, you know, just every fan that's helped make this so awesome for me. I'm very grateful. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye, babe. Bye.